Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Run. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. If I make a few screw-ups or you hear me slur my words or whatever, I just got my molar pulled this morning, and it is hurting like hell. But you know how that goes. It's better than what it was before. So I got it done. Finally, I got it done. Root Canal was impossible based on what it's this bridge MCP. I got to say thank you for sending me off to these folks that dramatically, dramatically reduced the bill. I think it's restreaming to YouTube. Let me see. According to this, it's streaming to YouTube, and I'm looking at YouTube here from a stream. So uh, check your connection, Bridge. Uh, Twitch is not streaming. Uh, that's not our fault. That uh, there are some issues between the connection between restream. And Twitch. Okay, welcome aboard. So I'm in pain, folks. So bear with me if I'm a little bit, you know. Hello, Lee Grant. Welcome aboard. Michael Rodden, welcome aboard. Bridge MCP, welcome aboard. Thank you for passing me, uh, reminding me that I could go to my alma mater for dental services at a better cost. Much better cost. Um, Michael Rodden, Paul Fleming, welcome aboard. AVQ, uh, let's see who else is in here. May Wood, welcome aboard. And if I miss you, Paul Fleming Sr., call me out. All right. From Michael Rudnan, CBS News. Um, record methane leak flows from damaged Baltic Sea pipelines. It's catastrophic for the climate. Methane leaking from a damaged Nordstrom's pipeline is likely to be the biggest burst of the potential greenhouse gas on record. Shameful. By four, the Nord Stream pipeline leaks that are pumping huge volumes of methane into the Baltic Sea and atmosphere could discharge as much as five times as much of the potent greenhouse as was released by the Aliso Canyon disaster, the largest known terrestrial release of methane in history. It also is equivalent to the third of Denmark total annual greenhouse gas emissions. A Danish official warned Wednesday, this is right, this is right here is why I'm against oil and gas pipelines. They sabotaged it, man. They sabotaged it. Ah. Bloomberg News. Nord Stream gas leaks may be a new disaster for the climate. I'll let you guys go ahead and read on to that. Uh, USA Today. Here's how you can help those affected by Hurricane Eon in Florida. Hurricane Eon tore through the western coast of Florida on Wednesday with 150-mile winds and driving rainfall. Harron wind videos of Violent storm surge overtaking cars. Everybody's watching that on TV. CNN, substantial loss of life. Now, that's what I want to talk about. Substantial loss of life possible in Florida as tropical storm Ian now takes on South Carolina. This could be the deadliest hurricane in Florida's history. President Joe Biden said Thursday, the numbers are still unclear, but we're hearing many early reports of loss of life. We probably won't know the death toll and full extent of damage until tomorrow. Here's the funny thing, guys. It's not funny at all. We can't make something like this a political issue. But then again, it is the right time to specify or point out something. During the, during the pandemic, we had leaders who encouraged their followers not to follow what the institutions are suggesting to mitigate the pandemic, to make the pandemic less horrible than it had to be. 
We had people in leadership convincing people, don't wear masks, go out, do whatever you want to do. Don't listen to the authorities. We pay the authorities to know more than we do. Well, same thing kind of occurred in Florida, and you, can't, you have to wonder what kind of rub-off there was. Big hurricane coming. Advisors are out. Get out. Get off those barrier islands. This is a big storm. It's a Cat 4 almost bordering on a Cat 5. It's a real storm, guys. Science tells you that those barrier islands are going to be overridden with water. And by the way, from a structural standpoint, if these islands are overridden, many of those structures weren't designed to take the force of water coming in. I mean, they're not on on the kind of stilts that cleans, that breaks up the, the, the force that water coming against you. So therefore, walls present a sail for water. The force on a house is dependent on the cross-sectional area that the water hits. So when you have cross-sectional areas of your house, especially if it gets to the second floor, right? And that house is not, again, it's not poles. It is a solid plank or it's a solid wall. That water can easily push that house over. Likely happen. But we knew that. We knew this was going to happen, and we advised all those people to leave in Florida. We even told them, don't call us, meaning authorities, when you start to see things get out of control, and then you finally want to leave. We won't be of no help. Well, there are some saying there are hundreds of people that are dead now, unnecessarily. Just like there are hundreds of thousands that died from the pandemic, unnecessarily. I'm in America. All of us who came from overseas in the times that I came, not now because we know what conservatism has done to America. We know what uh, encouraging ignorance has done to America over over the several decades that I've been here now. But when I came, America was a progressive a country moving on on progressive values, understanding science, understanding institutions. But when you stop believing in institutions, when you stop being able to listen to those we pay, we pay taxes to lead us right, when you start implicitly assuming that their government government is no good. Sometimes you get it that government is not good, but sometimes you get good government that everybody else ignores. And with that, it costs us life material and it costs us our economy. I gave that, that talk two days ago about our economic system was a fraud. And I should qualify it even better. It's a made, it's a calculated fraud by those who run it, right? And they keep people dumb so that they can continue the pilfer. It's a shame. This is America, man. Whatever happened to what America was intended to be back in the days when we got here? I'm talking about immigrants who came in the seven or late 70s, early 80s. 
we saw the decline as soon as we came and Reagan became the president. That's when the decline began. And please check out, as I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom. Explained it all. Explained it all. But, it, you know, it's so disappointing because the foolery of some can hurt so many. The, 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 the willful ignorance of some can hurt so many. Thank you for bringing that up, uh, Rodney, for giving me an, a chance to expand on that. For anyone considering donations to Hurricane Ian Relief, Bo of the fifth column has your follow-up for after Egberto's live stream with a short list of hard-to-find items to ship. Cash for the relief organization, chainsaws, generators, CPAP machines, portable phone batteries, uh, sleeping bags, cots and mattresses. I'll find somewhere to give a few bucks. Tarps and heavy plastic sheeting, easy to prepare foods and specialize. My head hurts. Baby formula and battery powered fans for anyone who has access to supplies and ship these over. Man, Egberto, why is there no Twitch? I answered that. Uh, let's see what else. Guess I'll be watching on YouTube today. Well, I love you wherever you watch, sir. Uh, let's see. E2247 says, evidence obtained by January 6th committee demonstrates Gingrich's role in spreading misinformation about the election in the days involving 14 December 2020. Meeting of the Electoral College. Thank you for that. Michael Rudnin, you and only you are restreaming YouTube from FB. <laughs> okay. Oops, not restreaming to YouTube. Yes, it is, baby. All it is. Michael says, Egberto, you're sure you want to have a show today? Take a day off. Brother, let me tell you something. The, politi the, polit the evil politicians don't take days off. So we have to be right there with them. We have to be right there telling the truth. Let me tell you something. I'll get off this stuff when I can't. When something happens that is like, oh my God, I can't talk. But a headache, a pulled tooth or whatever. No. We got to keep it going. Hi, Lee Grant. Hi, all. On YouTube, banned on FV chat for an anti-white slur, apparently. You said an anti-white slur, Lee Grant? Why? Why, Lee Grant? Bridge MCP, Michael Rudnin isn't streaming to YouTube. Others are okay. Continuing, to, uh, Robert Davenport says, Greetings, progressives. Welcome, Robert Davenport. Thank you for being here. Michael Egberto, the problem, bring me down, uh, uh, being with... Don't know uh, who they are to sabotage the pop line. I know. We don't really know who did it, who they are. You're right. You're right, sir. All right. Let's see what else we got. Maywood said, I have a lot of brothers and sisters in the line of that storm still waiting for several to check in. I hope the best for them, sir. Uh, why do they stay? Again, it's that it's that's disdain for government telling them you got to leave. Robert Davenport, we don't. We don't need to listen to big government or science in America anymore, correct? Paying to the piper now? Sadly. Exactly, exactly, Brother Davenport. Uh, Eric says, Egberto, you might flood next time in Kingwood based on crap that Hidalgo is doing. I suggest you read what Hidalgo is doing as opposed to what the right wing tells you Hidalgo is doing. Hidalgo is working her ass off to make sure that all of Houston is spared the disasters of a flood. Lena Hidalgo is not going to make sure that Kingwood stays high and dry by dumping their water onto others 
who then flood. Lina Hidalgo will make sure there's equity in flood control. But you know, what a lot of folks would like is, oh, all these, these areas with expensive homes, let them, let them stay dry and flood down river to those peons. They live in trailer homes anyway. They're trash anyway. I am sorry, brother. You will never, never, ever hear me or anyone in our domain think any less of anybody based on what society thinks they're worth because you know what I think. A lot of those folks living in those trailers are teachers teaching your kids but can't afford a, a, a real home because while they use their own money to populate the schools so that your kid can be in a very great learning environment, you don't want to pay the darn taxes to pay the teachers. You don't want to pay the taxes to give that teachers the opportunity to live in a good home. Sorry. No sympathy here. Uh, if you make things political in the face of this storm, that is sick. No. I am not making things political. I'm stating statements of facts that during a storm, during a storm where people can feel the pain, they can see it in action. They can see ineptitude in action. They can see why and how you die after being advised otherwise. That's not doing it at the wrong time. That's doing it at the right time. Some people have lack of empathy. I tell you what, guys, I'm going to take a pause here and I'm going to play our first video, an interview that I had with uh, a black Republican. Check this out. Francis Johnson, welcome to the Bridge Alliance uh, Social Cohesion Conference. It was a pleasure meeting you here. Pleasure meeting you also. Let me, first of all, uh, tell me, uh, you are, we, we have people of all ethnicities, people of all ages, genders here, which I think it's a great thing. But most importantly, I think one of the things that we have here are both conservatives and, and pretty liberal folks here and it lends itself for very good conversation things that i think we need in our country what are your thoughts about that well um the, the reason i'm here is number one i you know i really believe in the work that bridge alliance um is, is trying to do here is to bring all different types of groups as you mentioned whether you're uh, conservative whether you're progressive um we have uh people from basically all over the world here mm -hmm. um which are you know participate or starting to participate in the democracy reform movement here in the united states and i think it's important um um, you know, that I attend, number one, for, you know, several reasons. Our organization, which is uh, our primary... Uh, Tell me the know, name of your organization. It's Take Back Our Republic. Okay. All right. We started back in uh, 2015. We started out in the money and politics. Mm -hmm. uh, we really feel that there's uh, too much money that are going into different, you know, whether it's presidential campaigns, which they do limit. Mm -hmm. But when you look at a lot of the state and... Uh, local races, but also the Senate and House races, just unbelievable amounts of money are going in. Right. And one of the things that uh, we got involved with is making sure that all the money that is going into these campaigns um, is coming from citizens here in the United States. 
And as you know, uh, no campaign can accept any foreign donations. Right. They all have to originate here in mm-hmm. the United States. So that was how we started off. And in, uh, from there, we branched into a lot of the voting you know, issues. Uh, uh, you know, ranked choice voting is a big issue that, uh, that we're working on. We're also do some work in the gerrymandering mm-hmm. um, area. We're going through a transition right now in the organization, uh, becoming more of a think tank to kind of broaden our base uh, on the different areas. And we're going to be doing some work that's going to encompass uh, renewables, mm-hmm. um, regardless of you know how in- individuals feel about climate change. We are going to have to really think about how. And where are we going to be getting our energy, mm-hmm. whether it's powering our automobiles, electricity for our homes, all of that. That's something that it's definitely going to change in the upcoming uh, you know, years. And it's something that's very, very important. And you, you all are actually working on environmental stability and that sort of stuff. Yes. You know, we, you know, uh, when you say, you know, environmental stability, we want to make sure that the, the energy supplies, whatever we use, whether Mm -hmm. it's uh, the fossil fuels, whether it's wind or whether it's solar, but we need to also look at, you know, nuclear power. We need to have Mm -hmm. that included in the mix. If we're really going to say, yeah, yeah, zero carbon footprints. And so you do, you do actually feel, uh, your organization does feel like we need to make some motion movements into that zero carbon area. Well, yeah, it, it, it's, it's inevitable. Right. All right. For just, you know, a number of different reasons, um, you know, there is, um, you know, some climate change. We, we also know that at some point these areas, whether it's coal, whether it's, mm-hmm. you know, oil, we're going to run out right. at some point. So, you, you know, we can't wait until, you know, supplies. Plus right now we're, we're in the, the, uh, world situation with, mm-hmm. you know, countries with holding oil. Um, look at Europe right now. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the, the folks there are looking at the upcoming winter, and several countries exactly. are worried about how they're going to, you know, with their residents and uh, citizens of, uh, especially Germany and some of those yeah. other European countries, how they're going to actually heat their homes over right. winter. So you know, we need to do something so we never get to that point right. here in the United right. States. Right. And we've always been a leader in a lot of areas. And so as an organization, what we want to do is really kind of bring the facts out about you know what's available how what is the best mix and uh what's going to be best for the american people mm-hmm. in in the future now um you're here at bridge alliance uh first of all i'm going to ask you two questions what what did you learn here um whatever and also what do you intend to carry back to your group when you get there. Okay. Well, you know, learned, learned a lot. Met a, uh, a lot of very smart, nice people here that uh, all different, uh, you know, areas in, in the political process. Um, you, know, you know, progressives, um, you know, you know, liberals, and there's a few of us here that are, that are conservative. But the key is we all understand that, that, we need to work together. Right. And I think what uh, the majority of people, and I know for myself, what I'm walking away from when I leave the meeting is, you know, met uh, people that are, I, I want to work with in the future. Right. That, you know, and they were with, you know, their organizations because we, we really have to figure out how we're going to bring all sides together. We're never going to be able to, you know, move forward, continue to be the strong, powerful nation, you know, that 
that we are unless we all sit down and really figure this out. Well, I want to make a personal statement about you, and that is um, uh, we've engaged personally in very solid uh, conversations about policy, et cetera. And speaking to somebody like you, and I say this mm-hmm. from the heart, gives me hope because we actually entertained truthful conversation, not an agreement, but truthful conversation. Absolutely. And that is where, that is how we actually make changes and move forward. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we have to start. We have to start this absolutely. process. And I think um, everyone should, you know, that at least I am, you know, walking away from this, that, you know, we're making a start. Right. And I, uh, I feel the organization Bridge Alliance and what they're doing, um, you know, is very important. Um, you know, I'm involved with Bridge Alliance. I'm a member of the board. Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, I really believe in the work that the organization is doing. And, you know, we'll continue to stay involved, you know, with it and mm-hmm. with our organization. And in, whether it's, you know, meeting new organizations and working with them, help mentor individuals that want to start mm-hmm. organizations that could be part of this process mm-hmm. and be members of Bridge Alliance in the future. So um, it, it, it's something I uh, plan to stay involved with and, you know, enjoy it and, you know, looking forward to, uh, you know, working with everyone here in the future. Francis Johnson, it's been my pleasure to know you. It's been my pleasure to Thank have you, you sir. here. And I hope that we stay in contact. Yeah, we definitely will, sir. We, yeah, uh, we we had some very substantive conversations at at our at our vegan at our vegan uh, dinners and vegan breakfasts. We had great, great, great conversations and didn't disagree. I mean, this didn't agree on everything. In fact, there are some substantive differences that we have based on certain types of ideology. But this is what it really takes because at times he said, "Oh, okay," and I said, "Oh, okay," you know. Anyway, Mike Cisak says we had a lot who died unnecessarily with the pandemic due to the refusal to see what the science was saying. We suffered because of Democrats refusing science. Wow. Talking about revisionist history, uh, Mike Cisak, right? You've got to admit that this is revisionist history. We showed in counties, people, in counties where you had adjacent counties, one that enforced mass mandates and one that refused mass mandates, and we showed what the death rates were and what the infection rates were. Science. But still, Republicans didn't buy it. They had all these th- theories. But it was mostly lies, of course. What, what, do, what your leadership is great for is misleading good people like you, Mike. Misleading good people like you, Mike, is what your leadership does to you. Bridge MCP, DeSantis didn't vote for relief for New York or Louisiana. Hurricane, then he wants it as he should. Get it, but don't forget how we voted. I know, and it's not only DeSantis. Several of them voted against it, and now they will come with their tails. And 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 Mike Cisak said, "Oh, DeSantis. I think DeSantis was in Congress during that that when that occurred, if I remember correctly." Uh, let's see, Mike Cisak said, "DeSantis wasn't in a position to vote on such bridge. You better look it up." Cisak, the uh, bridge. Look it up. Let's make sure we're we're given accurate information because I saw that statement in the newspaper as well. So we may want to just corroborate it for the sake of it. Letter to Gingrich from uh, Chair Bernie Thompson is full of truly damning assertion implicated Kushner, Miller, Gingrich, and others in a lot of action. We always knew they were thugs. All right. Too bad I cannot. This is E2247. Cannot paste active link into Twitch and retrieve, but refuses to put it into Twitch. Ah, sorry, guy. Maywood says just one of the major problems with neologism 
is they are they have forgotten that companies need to invest to be a successful long term. Exactly. Daniel says maybe the decline in America in the 70s and 80s was because we imported Marxists like Egberto from Central and South America in the 70s and 80s. No, actually, a lot of us came here because America sent uh, the Chicago boys, led by uh, um, Milton Friedman, to destroy the economies of Central America, South America, and South Asia. That's why, you know, remember, I think you need to learn some history, buddy. Learn a bit of history. Actually, read uh, the Shock Doctrine by... um, uh, Come on, guys, let me know. The Shock Doctrine, written by... I love her. I interviewed her, in fact. Um, Let's see. Mike Cisak says, Breach, why were Democrats refusing to let DRs use what worked? Huh? That's not true at all. Those, those, Those drugs... Those drugs didn't work. They're scientific... Proof they don't work. All right, let's see. Robert Davenport says, Mike Cisak, stop the lies, please. Today is not the day for your political nonsense based on pure reverse fact life. <laughs> I don't know why Mike Cisak does that. Every, when he lies, it's always so easy to corroborate, you know, and, and find out. And Mike, anytime you want to talk, the show is all, we also have the show at noon, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays at KPFT 90.1 FM. You can listen to it at kpft.org. You can come right here again and, and watch it. And you can call 713-526-5738 and, make, and say what you want to say. All right. Several of, of our peeps here have already called in. All right. Let's see. Uh, Daniel Edo, the Chinese long, look long-term and their machinations are paying off right now. Actually, Ledo, wow, you're absolutely correct. They've looked long-term. We've looked short-term. We've been blowing crap up all over the world. They've been putting themselves at, uh, at the behest of African countries, South American countries, Central American countries. Hell, in fact, they even own the two ports in Panama, which has the United States thinking about invading Panama again. I'm not kidding. I am not kidding. China has major interest in the two ports at either side of the Panama Canal, my hometown. And now the United States got caught flat-footed. And, you know, they sent over a whole lot of planes and stuff over there. And we've been waiting to see why did America actually send some stuff over to Panama when they're, technically speaking, no open U.S. bases in Panama. Who knows? Again, we need to learn our history and we need to understand what's happening internationally as well. What we do internationally. Maywood says business and government must invest in their businesses, people, communities for the long-term success. True. Uh, Paul Fleming says, Bra- uh, Bravos County, Texas, refused to reopen an early, a re- early vote, an, an early voting site on the campus of Texas A&M, the largest campus in the state for the 2022 midterms. I wonder why. Let's see. I wonder why. Even in College Station, a conservative town. They're scared that those women are going to vote. I didn't read that one, so thank you for making me aware of that, Paul Fleming. Michael Rodden says, why do they stay? Because they stayed and weathered the storms before, so they think the one is going to be the same as all those times. Fooled by experience, not realizing the global warming means hurricanes are getting worse. Again, their negligence again. Global warming, they don't want to believe global warming. And again, they don't want to follow authority. An ultimate goal, 
death. Eric Hayes says, Conroe dumped on Kingwood and you're wrong on equity. Those people have, have revived 80% of flood funds since 2000. No, false. You get money and this, by the way, I have friends who were flooded in both the rich areas and the poor areas. And the people who live in rich areas, they get, they dominate in the amount of money they get for their damage. And you just proved it with what you said. When you said 80% went to others and 20% went to the rich folks, and when the rich folks only comprise of 2 or 3% who got flooded, you've just made my point. It's math, brother. It's math. It's math. That 80% of floods since 2000 went to a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. That 20% went to eat that much. Again, you have to be careful of who is right in the story. You can kind of make numbers say whatever you want these numbers to say. And if you want it to lie, you can make it lie. All right, let's see. Uh, what time is it? Let me go back one more time to the next video. This is a video from the program a couple of days ago uh, that we talk about student loans. I really want to get this out because it's a pressing issue. Let's go and we'll come back in a little bit. Dennis, uh, let's see. Come on in, Dennis. Uh, let, let's, let, let's talk. Dennis, come on in. You're hot. Hello, Rick Benson. How are you, sir? Enjoying the show like uh, I always do. Thank you, Dennis. And, How uh, can I help you, my friend? Listen, I, uh, you know, it's an excellent topic. I don't have student debt. I actually uh, benefited from a Pell Grant. It was just a few thousand dollars uh, mm-hmm. at ACC. But I would wish you could touch on a... How college got so expensive in the last 30, 40 years? And B, uh, was there like some kind of scammery involved? When I say scammery, uh, in the, you know, giving out of the, the student debts that had a lot of interest or were basically kind of unfair, you might I am say. So- if, you, if you would just touch on those subjects, uh, I'll continue. I'll hang up and continue to enjoy your show as always. Okay, you, Dennis. You uh, before you go though, I want to I want to thank you for calling in, and also I want to ask you to please remind everybody else. You know, we're this is just the second show that I'm doing since being back live on air. Please remind right, others right. that we are here and share the, our stuff that we have on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and everywhere else. So thank you so kindly for calling in, Dennis, and I'll answer all of those questions as soon as you get off. All right, folks. Here here's the deal. Dennis asked some very important questions about student loan. Uh, first, I want to touch on the first thing that he asked. The first one was why are why is student lo- or student loan so expensive? Then he, I mean, or is college so expensive? And secondly, the next question was, and is there some kind of a scamry occurring with these loans, interest rates, and etc.? Remember, there are two kinds of student debt: private and and uh, private debt and the debt that's backed by the government. I'll explain all of that later, but let's go to the first one. The first one is why is college so expensive? Uh, this is a very, very dirty story and it has two parts. You know, they, uh, the, the way, what, what a lot of uh, corporations like to do right now is they would say all these darn universities, they just want to build a whole lot of buildings and keep a whole lot of professors in these buildings making money that they shouldn't. I mean, I even have a good friend of mine, a professor at a, a, a college. He agrees that uh, that universities have invested too much in all these beautiful buildings, invested too much 
in 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 things like uh, uh, professors that are doing very little, etc. So there is some waste in the college realm itself. Uh, there 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 is waste there. They could make other decisions, but you know, all those kids that go to those nice buildings that kind of creates an environment, a learning environment that they like as well. So I am I, I am willing to live with that part of the waste. I am personally. Um, when I go to the University of Texas and I visit my old alma mater, my, my daughter's old alma mater, I, it, it is great seeing that we have the kind of technologies that we have there that cost a whole lot of money. But here is a major, major thing that nobody talks about. Every red state legislature and actually to some extent blue state legislature, they always look at education to cut. You take a look at what they do here in Texas for uh, high schools, elementary schools or whatever. They, whenever there's a budget cut, the students get cut. The teachers get cut. That is what happens, right? We are always willing to, to go for the, the people that have the least voice in our body politic. So they will cut education. So what happened in Texas and other states? Your the amount the amount that students are responsible for paying the tuition rate that they are responsible for paying continuously go up faster than the speed of inflation because in addition to inflation, state government proportionally is giving these universities and colleges less. And why are they giving them less? Because the corporations that go ahead and say, we want a tax cut. We want to live in a tax cut state. They continuously tax cut taxes. And you know where those, whenever you hear a tax cut, remember that that money is coming from somewhere, whether it be your roads, you know, you talk about bumpy roads. Oh my God. Well, do you don't want bumpy roads? Stop giving tax cuts to corporations who shouldn't really have it. Who are the ones that are riding the big trucks that destroy your freeways? They don't want to pay for it, but they don't mind driving the cement trucks, the oil trucks, the, and all these trucks are all over your freeways. They're the ones that do. The, you create a great asphalt freeway, a great concrete freeway. Your little car doesn't do any damage. That freeway could go on and on for decades without any work. But you go ahead and you put those big trucks that make those super great capitalists make money. That's what damages your road. And then they say, but they want us all to pay for it. So what happens with the schools again is that you have the legislature paying less to the school. The students are responsible for more, but it goes even deeper because it's not only that the students are now asked to pay more for the school, but everything. We talk about the dorms and all these different things that were priced at cost. We have these. I, I give you a quick story. I, I want to digress a bit. I had some dental issues. So I went, I, I, they tried to charge me $5,000 for one tooth for root canal. I went ahead and went to the UT dental school and the UT dental school is going to do the entire thing or they could do the entire thing for $700 or just about that, right? From 5,000 to $700. But you know, I like to have conversations with everybody. So I am talking to people in the building that work there because I had to park. And I said, hey, when I park to come and get service here, are you going to uh, stamp my thing so I don't have to pay for parking? Oh, no, sir. You have to pay for parking. And even the students have to pay for parking. Even the people who work here have to pay for parking. I'm not off the subject. This is still a part of the subject. Even they have to pay for parking. I said, OK. She said, I said, what do you pay for parking? She said, every year. 
every, every month we have to pay $90 for parking. And we're happy with that because the other school over there charges them $180 a year. And I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that the school parking lot? Yes, it's a school parking lot managed by a private company. Oh, so that's what's happening. The school decided to monetize its parking lot by bringing in a private company who makes a profit from charging its employees to park, something that should be free given the salaries that they make. So she says, we make so little and we have to pay for parking. If we don't want to pay for parking, we have to drive the train in. It's so inconvenient. So that is like going to a job and you can't find a place to park for your job without spilling another bunch. I mean, it, it is it is the same thing that happens in cafeterias at universities where they bring in the private sector. Oh, they make, and, and, and the thing is, they all use it as a cost center to make money. It's constantly making money on those who can least afford it. And we smile and we take it. And they always talk about the efficiency of the private sector. It's the biggest lie and bull you have ever heard. So going back to the caller, Dennis, who called in. Dennis, what I'm trying to tell you is that's the first part of why college education constantly goes up. It goes up because as we as as legislature asks folks to privatize things, as legislature gives less money per pupil to go to school. Then the burden falls on the pupil. I went to school. It was 40. I came to school as a foreigner, $40 per semester hour. And then uh, when I became a Texas citizen, it dropped from $40 to $4 a semester hour. Don't ask. By the time my daughter was ready to go to the University of Texas, my same university, it costed her, cost her so much more than the $4 or the $40. A semester hour. That is that is what I call the thuggery of the of, of whenever you have a private system go into 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 the fold and take extract money. Now let's go further with the debt because this is the next question that you ask that you asked. Plural. Sorry for the grammar problem. Okay, this is the second part of the problem. When you are asked to take a loan out, you can get a government loan or a private loan. There was a time, my friend, where the government, in as much as it was lending the money and also not only lending the money, but also paying, uh, you know, uh, paying the interest rates until the person finished college. They weren't managing that money that was backed by the government. They passed that on to a private bank. So before Obamacare, how does Obamacare have anything to do with it? You know, legislation have a lot of things mixed in. Before Obamacare, when your, your kid took out a, a, a loan backed by the government, it was still being managed by a private company. And that private company was paying, getting the interest payments and all of that kind of stuff from you. Right. If you defaulted on that debt, the government was still responsible to make that bank whole. So Obama came in with Obamacare and said, wait a minute. Why am I paying a bank fees for a loan that if the bank, uh, if the if the person defaults, the government still has to pay the bank for the loan? It was free money for the bank. Zero risk. The only reason to have a profit is if you are taking a risk. 
So Obamacare went ahead and took government-driven student loans away from the banks and had the government run it themselves. And the banking industry went crazy and they put out lies about Obama is socializing the, 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 the debt system. Obama is socializing the banking system when all he was doing is unsocializing it because this, the bank system in the old way was socialized bank system. You had no risk. That is why it was expensive. So anyhow, the private sector, remember, if the private sector takes over transportation, if the private sector takes over schooling, why do you think it costs more money to go to a private school than a public school? All right, because somebody is making a hell of a lot of money on that. So on the loans now, you asked about, is there some kind of a gimmickry? Yes, there was. Here is the deal. Corporations say, please cut our taxes, cut our taxes. And in order to cut our taxes, the state legislature say, okay, students, you're going to have to pay more of your money to go to school. Well, they don't have that money, so they take out loans. Some of them won't qualify for government loans, so they have to go and take out a private loan. And they take out a private loan with a higher interest rate. So here you go. Here is the deal. The private corporations... Take, take taxes, uh, pay less taxes, which means they make more money. You pay to educate yourself by taking out loans to go to a college. That corporation then hires you. They get somebody that, they, that trained themselves to come and work for you. You didn't have to invest in training in them. So you got free money by having somebody else train the people you know. And then when it's time to pay back the debt, you that student has to pay interest. It's all on that student. They have to pay the corporations, the loans, the interest on the loans. They paid for their own education to subsidize the corporations. And numero tres, the corporations get a big benefit from not paying for schooling. I mean, that's the best racket there is in the world. But when you hear it on TV, when you hear this on MSNBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, or whatever, it is never explained in this fashion. It is always explained as if those irresponsible Gen Zs, those irresponsible Gen Xs, those irresponsible folks. That is crazy. So we have to be careful of that. We have to be very careful. Hey, folks, and 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 Bree just brought a story that um that I was just researching as I, as I as I played that, and it said that the Obama administration and it occurs today. Any any consolidation of your student loans, your private student loans, into a direct uh, uh direct government student loan, so that you can qualify for the uh, qualify for the forgiveness. Is moot after today. So that means of the 44, 2 million of the 44 million people that would have gotten debt relief won't get it because their loans came from private, the private sector. And the private sector does not, let me, let me tell you what it says here. Uh, let's say the private sector is, is going to sue the Biden administration. And why are they doing it? Because if people start to pay off that debt, these bankers, these banksters are going to have to write down the amount of assets that they have. Because that, that interest paying debt is no longer there. So here we have the government saying, 
we are going to give relief to good students who decided to go out there and get an education. And the private sector said, no, 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 no. We need to continue our parasitic behavior. We must continue being parasites. We need to sucker the money out of those people. Folks, if this is an evil, when I talk about a private, the, the, the banksters being evil, this cuts it all. In other words, and guess who's suing? The red states are suing. Six red states. Let me put that on the screen. Six red states. Here we go. <clears throat> GOP states sue Biden administration to overturn debt relief. So to mitigate this, to try to take this outside, now Biden is saying, okay, okay, okay. Only the people who have direct loans from the government will we go ahead and provide that. If this isn't sick, I don't know what is. If this isn't sick, I don't know what is. Okay, let me go back to what you got. Oh, actually, let me do my ask, and then I'll be right back. A quick ask, and then I'll be right back. Politics done right depends on you to keep doing what we do. What do we do? We make sure to keep, number one, the internet seeded with blogs and information to counter the right and to present what progressives represent for the benefit of us all to everybody so that it's not misread, misled by any other entity. We make sure and populate that internet with blogs, with videos, with all these other things to make sure that we are informed and to counter everything that you normally hear that, that are lying at the right. We also make sure to create articles in, in magazines, articles in newspapers all around the country to ensure again that our message gets out there. Last but not least, we also write books. As you see it, Class Warfare, the only re resort to right-wing doom, How to Make America Utopia, are two of the many books that I've written on these issues. So please support us in one of many ways. Numero uno, you can support us at PayPal, either one time or monthly. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash PayPal. You can support us on Patreon. That is politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. You can support us by becoming a part of our YouTube channel, going to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube, or you can support us in many other forms that you can find at politicsdoneright.com slash support. Be sure to visit our store, politicsdoneright.com. All right, folks. So please go ahead. I, I I had all those lists. I put all those things in the in the port. Uh, Bridge. I'm sorry that I didn't see that. <clears throat> Actually, what is it? Isn't that I didn't see the messages? I went to the other stories. You know, sometimes I get this striking pain where they pull the tooth. You should have seen them join and pulling and fighting to get that. They said my 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 um my bones are superb. So they were able to take. They had to really dig to get that stuff out, and it hurts like. Even though they, they kept on injecting me, they even inject the pulp of the thing and it hurt like hell taking that tooth out. And now this whole side of my face hurts. But anyhow, start from, I want to read from, uh, you know, earlier, remember Mike Cisak, who, Mike, you have to understand that our folks, when I, when I talk about 
our people I'm, uh, uh, should all be educated by each other. And when you have folks that look and do their research, like Bridge MCP, Michael Rudnan, uh, uh, Paul, uh, Paul Fleming, um, uh, 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 Davenport, these guys, look, they look up the data. And I, I mean from reputable resources. And here's from Bridge, Storm Scorch. Ron DeSantis voted no on Hurricane Sandy relief in 2013. As a newly elected Florida congressman, Representative Ron DeSantis voted against a bill to provide $9.7 billion in flood insurance aid for victims of Hurricane Sandy, the worst storm of 2012 that pummeled much of New York and New Jersey, inflicting nearly $70 billion in damage and killing 233 people across eight counties from the Caribbean to Canada. So don't you think, Michael Cisak, you this, you should give Bridge an apology for being wrong and for calling her out for being right? I think so. I've come on to this 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 panel when I've made mistake, I've apologized and corrected myself. Will you do that? Will you be? Will you be honest enough to do the same? All right, Max said reply. It was asked uh, why people live on those beach areas where hurricanes come through. That National Flood Insurance Program voted in by Democrats is the reason. Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Uh, my head hurts too bad to answer that one right now. Uh, let's continue going down, going down. Michael Rudnan puts a statement in there about how you can help the, the, the people again. Please read. Uh, Mike Cesar said, of course, we've had fewer and fewer hurricanes, fewer wildfires, fewer tornadoes. Where's this guy getting this stuff from? He's saying, Mike, I, I tell you what, Mike, every reputable newspaper have said that all those occurrences have increased. Could you please give us a link to a, a reputable source that says, We've had fewer hurricanes, fewer wildfires, and fewer tornadoes. Please give me that data. And I promise you, I'll put it up to let people see what you read for the kind of information you put out here. Put it up, please. Ezequiel from Sledo. Ezequiel's entire ideology and worldview based on what he thinks other people are thinking sure seems like it when he constantly uses his adult imagination to devise some pretty evil thought and motivations to its political rivals, none of it is real. How pathetic that he seems to need his opposition to be motivated by evil. Anybody who hurts children is evil. I don't care what they're motivated by. The fact that they did it is evil. The Texas Republican legislature is evil. Why? Because they knowingly have the 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 Medicaid Medicare the the, afford, the Medicaid expansion to the Affordable Care Act? They can get it at a ten percent payment only, and they decide not to take it and get their citizens killed. Is that evil or not? I I can't say what their motivation is. I think their motivation is money, but their act is evil. I repeat, their act. Is evil. It kills. Tom C says, Mike Cisak, we suffered because Democrats refusing science. Huh? Believe it's mainly Republicans who refuse masks and vaccines. GOP is a party of religion, faith, and not science. Agreed. 
<sighs> okay, let's see what Mike wants on the screen. What is that? Okay, Mike, again, uh, CSAC. Rudnan gives you the information. You, you guys like to give Rudnan a hard time, but he gives you the information. Here are the number of storms as, we, as, as time moves on. Questions? Does that look like a decline to you? Does that look like a decline? That's verifiable, quantifiable data. Look at it. All right, let's continue here. Uh, para ver, para ver, para ver. Egberto, will you scroll down? I did post when and what DeSantis voted in 2013. I, I, I read it, my dear beautiful. Naomi Klein is the person who wrote Shock Doctrine. Thank you. Mike Cisak, I post my facts and you all blow them off because you aren't serious. No, we blow them off because they're not facts. They're ridiculous statements from uh, people that are indoctrinating you into hurting yourself, Brother CSAC. I love you, Brother CSAC. I'm only going to tell you the truth. Those people don't care a darn about you. That's why your farm is in trouble. If you, if you want a successful small farm, not dependent on the oligarchy, then you should vote not Republican, not neoliberal Democrat, but progressives. Okay, let's see what else got here. Okay, Egberto, you want your audience to be aware of informal and international issues? Why have you not talked about Nord Stream or... Or the new female PM of Italy. The new female PM of Italy is a fascist. We've spoken about her. And in fact, Rudnin brought that to us a couple of days ago or when it occurred. Nord Stream was likely, it's, 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 we all understand what it is, right? We actually covered that as well. Michael Rudnin covered all of that this morning, or rather in the, in the, in the preamble, where he said it's the worst disaster that has happened in the, in the release of methane. Denmark also said it's 80% of their total release all year. So you see, Lado, before you hit me up, verify that I've, I've covered the damn thing. We try to be complete. And I have such good people watching this show. They cover every base that I don't. In other words, thank you, Rudden. Thank you, uh, Bridge MCP. Thank you, uh, Michael CSAC. Uh, not CSAC, but thank you. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, thank you, Fleming. Thank you, uh, Tom C., Thank you, uh, Robert Davenport. Always have solid information that we can find it to be quantifiable, reproducible, verifiable. Okay, let's see what else we got here. Um, Melanie Keelan is in the house. I didn't see you, my dear beautiful lady. Okay. Look at what Mike C. Sex says. According from 1990 to the 1960s, an average of 8.4 major hurricanes per decade. After 1960, the max on average was... <laughs> oh, you better go ahead and reread that. We have the Noah stuff on the screen right now. Please reread what you mean. Cherry picking doesn't help. Cherry picking does not help. It just kills, actually. Uh, let's see what else we we have here. Uh, para ver. All right, we are almost done with the show. Actually, we are done with the show. My head is killing me. 
Melanie Keelan says, my daughter graduated from the University of Barcelona in June. No loans, no debt. She received government grants. We paid only registration fees in four years. Maybe 600 lira. What is it? Money in, uh, in Spain. Again, I don't remember. Again, th- these are humane societies. We live in a capitalist society who, who try to monetize everything. Emma Becker says, representatives suing to keep school loan profits flowing. Slick, sick, sick, sick. Yes, it is sick. Okay, let's continue. I, I got to close her down. The best thing you can do for a country, a thing I cannot do anymore because of my age and worker, is to go door to door to door for Canada. We are doing it, and you're going to hear on Monday one of the leaders doing that that will visit with us in the studio. He's going to talk about that. Thank you for that, uh, Lopez. Deborah Moyer says, Forbes article listed by Mike says it's over 10 years old. Uh, <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, yeah, which, which article are we talking about? Mike Csak? Okay, I think I, I think I understand what's going on. Every case says, plant Egberto's seed and have healthy plants. Yep, that's true. Uh, Daniel Ledo said, I have been waiting over 30 years for global warming predictions to come true. Well, if you haven't seen them come true, you're blind, sir. Uh, Egberto Willis, go to bed. We thank you, but seriously, get some pain relief. I will. All right, let's see what else we got. Deborah Moyer says, Euros in Spain. That's right, and that was a Euro sign. What's wrong with me? My head is not working. Thanks for correcting that. All right, let's still pray for Florida. You bet your life we're praying for Florida. And read Michael's, uh, Michael's uh, um, thing there so that we can actually donate monies to Florida. Anyway, my name is Egberto Willis. Please remember to support our program the best you can. Let me put the one, one link up there, then I'm out of here. Um, please go ahead. Our all-encompassing support link is at politicsunright.com slash support. Please support us in whatever form you can. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Unright, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Oh! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.